Hi there, guys, and welcome to a special edition of the Jersnet Weekly Podcast, the independent podcast that's brought to you by fans for fans. Just a quick show today, guys. It's not the usual show that we do every Sunday. It's just a quick reaction show, as most of you will be aware. Uh, the Europa League draw has just taken place, so we thought we would have a wee discussion about that. And obviously a wee discussion about last night's game as well. An absolutely superb result and performance. Uh, you have to say that Steven Gerrard has these uh, ties sussed. You know, he just seems unbeatable in these things, which is great. Uh, I had a wee feeling that, that this was going to be the year that we would maybe come unstuck a wee bit, but that's not been the case. We're through, we're into the group stages for the third year in a row. We've been drawn against Benfica, standard Liège, uh, and it's the last team, Pesh Lozman or something like that, the, the Polish team, I've, I've actually failed to take a note of it, which is terrible research, really, but there we go. So I've got Ross and I've got Alex uh, with me. How are you doing, guys? Very good, very good, Colin. Yeah, delighted to, to be sort of sat here struggling through another one of those tedious Europa League draws where they do a big montage at the start and introduce an ex-player that you'd forgotten about um, and wait 40 minutes to actually get to the draw. I'm just delighted to get to suffer through that again. Absolutely fantastic. (laughs) Yeah, how are you, Alex? I'm absolutely tremendous. Uh, Colin, just laughing at my my hypocrisy earlier in the season, saying I was going to um, be quite happy if things went out of Europe early because obviously that's what we need to win the league. Cut to uh, last week when we went four nothing in Holland, and I'm like, we cannot lose this now. We have to go through, and uh, they did again. So I've just been sitting here enjoying a, a lovely continental brunch. Uh, continental those- brunch? Oh, check yep. you! That's my soup and bread. What are you having? Uh, I'm having coffee, and oh, right. <laughs> what? <laughs> you made it sound what? a lot fancier than it actually is. To be fair, <laughs> it's the, the, the continental aspects provided by watching that draw on BT Sport. All right, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, right, guys. Well, before we go into the draw, which is you know Benfica were in pot one, uh, standardly edge pot two, ourselves in pot three, and Les Poznan in pot four. Before we go into that, a wee discussion about last night. It really was. I mean, first half for me. Yeah, it was a bit, it was a bit edgy, a bit nervy. You could tell that both teams knew there was a lot at stake, and no one really overcommitting. But the second half performance, I thought, was 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 outstanding. Uh, Ross, yourself, what did you think? I mean, the second half especially, the two goals we were talking about it before we came on air, especially the the, the move building up to the second goal. The, 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 there was more than one occasion last night, and I got a couple of texts here, a few mates, one of them being David Wren uh, from the pod. You know, basically saying, you know, something. See, when we play, we're a right good side, and that's what I felt last night as well. And I felt like that a couple of times this season. Now I know there's been a couple of blips, especially the one at Livingston. I wasn't overly concerned about the one at Easter Road. I thought Easter Road wasn't as bad a result as everyone made out. But there has been a couple of blips. But when we hit top form, we look a really, really good side, and we showed that in the second half last night. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the first half was was interesting because the first 10, 15 minutes, I thought we just we looked up for it. And we were we were looking exceptionally hungry and knew that we could that we could get a result. Um, obviously, Galatasaray wrote that out and, and kind of grew into the game a wee bit. And and the the last half hour of the first half was yeah just a little bit tense and nervy, and both teams trying to feel each other out and, and hit on the break. But 
Now, the second half, we just had the ball on the floor, moving it nicely. The passing was exquisite. Some of the best passing I've seen from us in a number of years. Um, the, I actually have to say the defence was so strong, was so resolute. You know, maybe the, the, the Galatasaray goal is an exception, but it was it was a wonderful performance. The goals were were fantastic to watch. The movement, the way they moved the ball, the, the running off the ball, um, some performances that were excellent from players who maybe have a tendency to go missing a wee bit or, or hot, blow hot and cold. Um, no, I, I was I was really, really, really impressed. Alex, in, in terms of performances now, uh, I think I think Ross is right there. Uh, you know, the defence was outstanding last night. And I think, I mean, I know, I know uh, Graham Soonis was quite critical of Alan McGregor for the goal. I actually think it's one of those ones he's, he's, he's made such an effort to get to it and he's just got his fingertips to it that he's taken it away from it. It looked to me like Ryan Jack was going to get it and head it off the line. But McGregor's so determined to get it, he just gets that wee touch on it and, and it takes it away from him. So I, I thought any criticism of the goals is slightly harsh. Uh, but I mean, up until that point, we, we were just superb. And a few performances, I think, that we, we, we need to highlight. I mean, we've had many a conversation about Tav on here, you know, is, is he good enough to be a captain? Uh, you know, defensively, he can sometimes be a bit sus. Last night, he was just... It was everything that you want from a captain, I felt. I thought his performance last night was outstanding. And also another one I think is worth mentioning is Scotty Arfield. You know, we spoke about him on Sunday. You know, he's been in and out of the team. But his performances of late, I'm just, I don't know where it's comfy. It's just, it just seems to be on another level. Uh, I also think Hadji, I mean, he's, he's, he's taken a wee bit of stick. Uh, but again, you know, like the goal at Easter Road, you know, the assist that he's getting, it's, it's just one touch. You know, he's, he's not taking two or three touches and giving, you know, defenders time to, to readjust. It's just one touch, taking players out of the game, set up Arfield brilliantly last night. So two or three performances that I thought were worth mentioning. Yes, um, I think right across the board, though, I think we're, see, I think we're seeing the kind of fruition of the, the Gerard Beale uh, kind of vision. Um, the mobility for me is the main thing. And like you're saying, there's, there's guys just taking... A single touch, or even in the case of uh, Alfie last night, stepping over the ball, not even touching it, just the movement is what's making us unplayable at times. When we move the ball like that, we're actually one of those teams that we've spent decades hating to see Rangers play in Europe. We'll be, we've become the kind of team that we used to see coming to Ibrox and thinking, oh God, if we only had that kind of nous. Galatasaray must at times have been scared to attack us last night because the minute they get anywhere near our box, we're absolutely lethal on the counter attack. And uh, Super Ali was talking at Easter Road the other week. I remember that in co-commentary saying, just before we scored a nearly perfect goal, he was talking about how Rangers look like they're trying to score the perfect goal. And we've, we've criticised them in that respect ourselves over the past few seasons. But it's coming It's it's coming together. They're getting to the point where they are scoring near-perfect goals. That The second, the, the movement for the first one is absolutely phenomenal, but the second one, they're covering... The, the goal is rolling it out to... To Goldson, who's given it to Tav, while their while their defence, while their strikers are in our box on top of us, and next thing you know, you know it's in the back of their net, and it's Tav that's putting it there. Um, the the captain, I think, just sums up the fact that it's all coming together. It's getting ahead of myself. It's early doors in terms of the season, what have you, but you can't deny the level that we're playing at, and the, <coughs> the, the teams we're beating out and the way we're beating them in Europe. It's just getting steadily, incrementally better every season. It's, it's phenomenal. Sorry for coughing there. Uh, 
Hey, Alex, I interrupt you. I tried to go on mute, but I never clicked it in time, so sorry. If I, if you I, need to get yourself a continental coffee, mate, not a straight mute. I, I mean, that's me. I've got I'm all over Twitter that I've got the COVID because I'm coughing, but uh, <laughs> I can assure you I'm no I'm asthmatic. That's, that's why I cough. Uh, Ross, coming back to yourself now, <laughs> I mean, I sat and watched it with my son last night. And I have to say, we've spoken about this before, you know, some of the games this year, because it's, you know, you're, you're stuck in the, the house watching them. There's no crowds at the game. The, the, the games do lack an edge. And I must admit, there's been times I've been watching the games and we've scored a goal and it's not been the usual celebration. Last night, me and my son, were, you know, our arses were off the couch at both goals. Proper celebrations. But there does feel a bit of a come down today because... You know, uh, with regards to, to Benfica, you know, that's a club we've never played competitively before. I was doing a wee bit of digging around the, uh, the internet before we came on. We played them in 1965 in a challenge match, but we've, we've never actually played them in, in a, a competitive environment before. And, you know, I'm a, I'm I'm not as bad as Alex. I know Alex is big for ticking off teams that he's, he's seen, you know, in Europe. And I'm a wee bit like that as well. So, you know, when you see Benfica coming out the hand, you think, I've never played them before and I'm not going to get to see them. There is that sort of downside to it. And I know you're, I know you're based in London, so you, you don't get to Ibrox as often as you want to get, but you do enjoy, you know, an away trip. So it, it, it's almost like there's, there's a celebration that we're in, the, we're in the group section again. We've got a good draw, we've got a chance of getting out of it, but there's, all, there's also that deflated feeling from a supporter's perspective that we're not going to get to, to see any of these teams. Yeah, I mean, I'd I'd say it's bittersweet. It's it's a lot more sweet than it is bitter. Um, I'm I'm delighted that we're that we are where we are. Yeah, it's it's a shame that we won't get to go and experience it. So, I mean, obviously we we, we did Portugal last year a couple of times, which was which was great. I think that um, Poznan would have been a wonderful trip for for fans to go on. I don't know. I, I suppose we've probably never played them before either. Um, so for us to go to a town like Poznan, I think would have been a, a, a cracking away trip. But um, yeah, look, it, it, it's a shame. I've got obviously I was I spent a year out in Luxembourg, which is only two hours down the road from Liège, and all my mates over there are saying that they're going to head over to Liège for the day. And I have to say, <laughs> I'm really close to to thinking about joining them and just going over to Liège for the trip. And um, I don't know, maybe try and blag a media pass or something to try and get into the game. But it's it's a real shame because you know nights like last night are the nights that Ibrooks would have been bouncing. Remember that you know obviously Colin, you were at at the game against Legia Warsaw 12 months ago and, and remember the atmosphere that night or the atmosphere when we beat Rapid Vienna with the, the Daniel Candeus back heel to, um, to Morelos. Yeah. You know, last night would have topped that. And can you imagine the feeling if we, you know, if we beat Benfica at Ibrox to go through or if we go away to somewhere like Benfica like we did against Porto and these massive powerhouses of, of European football, ben, Benfica, um, you know, 100% record in Portugal this season, albeit only a couple of games. They're a strong side, and I'm, I'm delighted that we get to test ourselves against these clubs. Um, I think we've got a great chance of getting out of the group. But yeah, it's 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 tinged with a wee bit of sadness that that we'll be watching them on BT Sport as opposed to actually getting to experience them live. Yeah, I'm the same. I, I mean, I've, I've only really done one away trip in my time, and that was that was a few years ago when we went to, to PSG. Uh, but I, I mean, I love the, the European nights, and it's been good recently because you know since I've started taking my boy to the games, you know Rangers were in the sort of the lower leagues at the time, and he never really got exposure to big European nights at Ibrox. And the last two years have been really good. You know, we've, you know 
I, I finish my I always like I work in the city, so I always finish early. He comes through once he's finished with school, we go for something to eat. You know, I'll have a couple of pints and he'll have a cola and you know, you just there's always to me there's always an atmosphere in the city when, when these nights come around and I it's gonna be it's it is I can't deny it. It's it is a wee bit bittersweet as you say that we're not gonna get there, but I suppose being there at all, given you know, the, the, the sort of qualification stages that we've had to go through for the last three years, to do it for the third year in a row sort of Makes everything good, I suppose, but there is that wee bittersweet. And, and Benfica, you know, we've never played them before, and it would have been a, a name. And I mean, I think Alex will be fuming at that, but it's as it it's, it's great, but there is that wee, wee sting in the tail. Alex, on on the on the, the group itself. So we've got, as we said, we've got Benfica. You know, thirty-seven league titles, two European cups. You know, back in the sixties. Uh, standardly aged, they've got ten league titles, and they, they, they were runners up in the cup winners' cup in the sort of early 80s. Uh, we've played them before. We played them in the quarterfinal of the European Cup back in 1961-62. Uh, and yep. they put us out 4-3 in aggregate. We got beat over there 4-1 and we won the home leg 2-0. So we've got a wee bit of history there. And we maybe, we maybe drew them a black eye. I can't find anything with us playing less pausing than before. But they've got seven league titles. So, you know, teams with a certain amount of calibre behind them, which you would expect at the group stage... But in terms of getting out of the group, I mean, I, I put it out on Twitter that, you know, I think we, we could get out of this group fairly easy and someone came back saying, get out of it. You know, we should top that group. And uh, there maybe is a bit of that. You, you know, you maybe look at the performances that we put in in Europe and think, you know what, we, we could maybe top that group. Yeah, I think that's the only danger under uh, Stephen Gerrard's Stephen Gerrard's Rangers in Europe. He's just, uh, he's taken away the anxiety. And that's that's always a dangerous thing. <laughs> Um, I, looking at last night's game, I was actually—I'm not saying for one second I was glad that Galatasaray scored, but it was actually a wee reminder of what it is to be tense um, after the way we'd blown them away in that kind of seven-minute spell. Because you look at the, even the playoff games over the last few seasons, you know, when we were in Ufa, you know, you're a bit, a, a bit of being a part of Russia that should actually be playing in the the, the, the Asian Confederation. Um, you're getting two men sent off. You're hanging on for dear life. It's absolutely crazy backs to the wall stuff. Then you go to the, the leisure Warsaw game, more of a kind of chess match, you know, but it is, you're expecting extra time and penalties and then we get a goal uh, last last minute of the game. Place absolutely explodes just with, real, with relief as well as celebration. And then last night, again, you're always tense with these games. It's, it's a close first half. You know, but by the end of it, you're thinking, I'm getting gradually less and less worried every time we're in these playoffs about getting into the group stage, without even knowing it, it's kind of counterintuitive. I always like to, to even just from a superstitious point of view, I like to try and remain worried. But Gerard's making it harder and harder. And we're looking at this group today. And yeah, I'm not talking about topping it. You know, the, the only fear for me is that we, that the confidence I'm feeling somehow spreads itself to the players, even though we're not on the ground. Um, because yeah, I don't see anything there that's any certainly any harder than anything we've faced in the, the last the last three seasons. And the one thing with Stevie G's Rangers is they just don't, they don't make a fool of themselves. They dispatch minnows the way minnows should be dispatched. They they don't they don't lose at Ibrox. General by Leverkusen are the only team to beat is at Ibrox, you know, in like thirty five games now under Gerard in Europe. Um, and when we go, we started the first season, you know, in, away in the group stages. Teams would have, teams could beat us, but it would be narrowly, and they'd have to fight like hell for it. You know, in Spartak Moscow's case, they need a really bad offside decision. Um, 
last season we're going to Porto and Feyenoords, to Warsaw, to Braga, and we're we're drawing or we're winning. So this season we're clearly improving again, um, standard wise, but what we've seen already. I'm actually quite scared by how confident I'm feeling, um, and I think that confidence is, is overtaking the fact that uh, I will not get to see Benfica at Ibrox, and that, that's that's royalty versus royalty. Um, you see, Benfica were always playing Celtic. They were always drawing Celtic. You know, of course, I'm never going to go there to see them. I eventually went down to, I actually went down to Anfield to see them about 10 years ago in the, the Europa League uh, quarters when uh, Stevie G was playing and helped kind of dispatch them. Um, just because I had to get Benfica off the list. Uh, but that's a team you could see. It's not about list sticking with them. They're just, it's like Real Madrid, Barcelona. You want to see Benfica. And by the way, when uh, when Stan Delays beat us in, that, in those quarterfinals in 62, they get gubbed. Um, in the semi-finals by Real Madrid, and then Real Madrid themselves, Puskas scored a hat trick um, in the first half of the final in Amsterdam, and they get beat five three by Benfica. Benfica. And that's the last that's the last time Benfica won anything in Europe. But they are absolute royalty, and I'm I'm gutted I won't see them. Impressive use of the word dispatched there, hey, Alex. I like that. Very very professional. That's uh, the continental <laughs> coffee working. <laughs> it's kicking in. <laughs> uh, Ross, on the, again coming. Back to the group. I mean, how do you feel about it? I mean, you could argue that we should have talked to group last year. It was, it was just that final result. I think we, we drew in the last game against Young Boys, and I think it was a late goal. You know, we were topping the group until, uh, I mean, we were going through, but we were going through as as winners of that group until the last few minutes, which was a wee bit frustrating. So, again, without being overconfident and and without being you know borderline arrogant, we, we certainly have nothing to fear, uh, and. You know, if we play the way we can play, we do have a, a good chance of, of not just getting out of that group, but topping it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I, I don't want to overcommit and overpromise. I mean, Benfica are no better in my mind than Porto. And I think I'm right in saying that Porto won the um, won the Portuguese Primeira Liga last year. So, um, yeah, we should feel very confident against them. We're certainly a better side than we were when we faced Porto as well. Um, and this style of football suits us. You know, it doesn't always work in the, in the Scottish Premier League, but it works in Europe. Standard Liège, I don't, I don't have a great deal of fear about at all. I mean, they uh, aren't the dominant force in Belgian football, and we've we've come up against tougher sides. I think in the qualifiers already. I think I'm not sure that Standard Liège are up to the same standard as a Galatasaray, for example. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm confident. I have a um, a good degree of confidence that we'll get out of the group. Uh, which is which is a wonderful feeling again financially for um, the prestige of the club. It's it's a really really good feeling. I'd love to top it because it obviously it makes the next stage a little bit easier. But we didn't need to top it last time. We we dispatched Braga um, with with real confidence and with with ease in the end. Um, so yeah, I'm uh, I'm very very optimistic. It's a good draw. You look at um, who the Tim's got over the other side of the city, and uh, <laughs> I don't think they'll be feeling quite as confident. So. Yeah, altogether, all I'm I'm very relieved and pleased with how that's gone. Alex, the, the the comment that Ross made there about the you know financially, it's good for the club. But it brings me on to the, the sort of next point, and and that's and that's the impact that getting into that group stages has on the club, particularly financially. Now, Stephen Gerrard has spoken frequently over the last few weeks about that he wants a midfielder in the door. It, it felt like and. I think, I think he alluded to it himself last week in one of his interviews that it could be dependent on last night's result. Now we're in uh, 
the group stages. That's confirmed. So, you know, that confirms the, that extra revenue that the club needs. There's talk now online that uh, Mo Besic is, is travelling north for a, for a medical with Rangers. So it would appear that, you know, it was dependent on that, you know, and this midfielder that uh, Stephen Gerrard wants, you know, has been talking Lewis Ferguson and a couple others up here. It seems like it was dependent on getting through those group stages or into the group stages, sorry, and that if, if the social media is to be believed, there's moves happening already. Yeah, um, and I think you and I were talking uh, a couple of weeks ago, Colin, I, I had us spending the, the, the 20 million that we were going to get for Morelos. And you quite rightly said, um, well, if number one, we might not make the, the European group stages. Number two, we don't have fans coming through the door. You know, I mean, uh, the, the whole COVID situation is obviously affecting everybody's income uh, right across football. Uh, so we need to be a bit wary. So at least, I, would, I would hope that uh, this at least means if Alfie still goes, um, where to, to a club, by the way, he might actually get the credit he deserves for his Europa League performance. Watching Romelu Lukaku getting that award today for eight goals and he, and he scored an own goal in the final. No, this uh, Alfie obviously needs, he, he might be thinking to get myself to Leo or Inter Milan or somebody before I actually get the, the recognition for the, you know, 100 odd goals he scored in last season competition. But um, I at least we'll be able to spend some of that money uh, on, on players. Um, and I think I, I think generally just the, the prestige as well, the actual feeling uh, of going through. I was the same as yourself and a few other Rangers fans. I was thinking maybe we don't need this in terms of winning the title. Maybe this is what we, you know, in terms of playing, we maybe don't need uh, another European one. Maybe that's what's hitting the legs when, after the the winter break. Well, there's no winter break this year anyway. And um, after we what we did in in Holland. You, you find yourself, you've been thinking, as a football fan, you're always thinking about the next game, you're always thinking about the, the long term, but you're sitting there watching your team winning 4 nothing against an Eredivisie side in the <laughs> Netherlands. You're thinking, this is, this is just phenomenal. This is, in and of itself, just watching them doing it, the pride you're feeling um, is, is, is through the roof. And again, last night, it's just so enjoyable. Yeah, I mean, it's, as you've been saying, it's, uh, it's bittersweet. Um, because we're not actually there, and yet you're thinking about the atmosphere. But that was another thing I was I was worried about was maybe we couldn't cope with Galatasaray that kind of level um, if we didn't have fifty thousand bears going absolutely crazy at Ibrox. Um, but no, empty stadiums away, empty stadiums at home. These these players just love playing in Europe uh, for Rangers, and I, and and I love watching them. And I think yeah, um, the the money that we make from this now. Uh, albeit maybe slightly reduced in previous seasons, is going to is going to help us as much as the actual kind of general confidence in uh, doing achieving domestically as well. But one thing I just like to say is I, th- I think the, getting to the group stage three years in a row as a cup, you know, as as just from where we were, you know, an, an unknown Mexican manager, um, you know, embarrassing himself in a hedge in Luxembourg City trying to justify us going out after one game to Fatih Terim, one of the world's most famous managers, embarrassing himself at the technical area at Ibrox last night because we've absolutely owned them. Um, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. And we need trophies domestically, but what, what Stevie G's done in Europe, even if it stops now, even if we don't get out of this group, it's absolutely phenomenal. It's, it's up there with some of the greatest achievements in, the, in, in Rangers history. Yeah, that, that's what I was going to come next, Ross, and I'll let you uh, finish up on this one. It's... Now, 
the usual suspects were, were spouting off on Twitter last night. You know, your Graham Spears uh, and all the rest of them sort of criticising Gerard for not yet having a trophy. Now, it is a criticism with a certain amount of validity, I suppose. But as Alex has sort of pointed out there, you know, where Rangers were under Pedro and then under Murray, you know, we were a shell of a club. Now, people have have said that, you know, Gerard has got the back end, so why is there no trophies? But one thing I think Gerard deserves credit for is he's he's made his own back end in a certain way by getting Rangers into the group stages. You know, so he's done it three years in a row. You know, and produce the extra revenue that has helped, you know, bring in greater players and all the rest. And it kind of feels that when Gerard goes to the board and maybe asks for, I need this or I need that, they say, well, get us into the group stages. He does it, you know, and I know the, the silverware at home is the next step. We need to start winning at least a trophy this season. But you have, I don't think you can give him enough credit for what he's done in Europe for Rangers because. You know, as, as Alex just said there, not that long ago, our manager was standing in a hedge trying to justify one of the worst results in our history. You know, now we're taking on Legia Warsaw, uh, Rapid Vienna, Porto, Villarreal, taking on all comers, Fiorentina, Braga, you name it. You know, they've come to Ibrox and we've, we've sent them packing. And, and I think a lot of that is to do with Steven Gerrard and, and, and how he sets his team up in these games. So he deserves the credit and he, he now deserves the backing because, you know, he's helped bring that extra revenue into the club. Did you say Fiorentina there? Have I missed the game? Did I say Fiorentina? What did I mean? <laughs> did, it... did, I know, did, I, did I not say Feyenoord? <laughs> I was thinking, Christ, what was I doing that day? Um, uh, you, you didn't go to that game. <laughs> didn't go to that game. <laughs> um, I meant Feyenoord. If I did say Fiorentina, I meant Feyenoord. Ah, that makes more sense. Um, yeah, yeah look, it's, it's one hell of a transformation. I was thinking last night, I was going... Chris, can you imagine Graham Murty in this game? Like, imagine Graham Murty's temperament when we are 2 0 up and then Galatasaray pull a goal back with five minutes to go. Um, you know, he, he wouldn't have enough hand, headstands in his locker to get him through that one. It's, it's <laughs> a hell of a way that we've come. And and yeah, that this this is the reason that Gerard is still in the position, is because despite those blips at home, that actually the most impressive ones surely was still that first season when we got into the group stages when we went through Skupi and uh, Ufa in Russia and Maribor, you know, there were some some difficult ties there and we, we went all that way. And um, to, to do it consistently three years in a row, I mean, you take us back 15 years, we wouldn't necessarily get to group stages of European competition three years in a row, three seasons running. So it's, it's a really wonderful achievement financially. It, I know it does wonders for the club and it really, really alleviates some pressure that, that COVID would have put on the finances at the club. So, um, yes, there is always going to be that question mark over um, domestic trophies. And you have to wonder if if it's not this season, then how much time does Europa League actually buy him? You know, at what point does that goodwill and that credit run out if he can't turn it into domestic success? Um, but I, I never want us to underestimate the achievements that we're, that we're doing here. And, and the fact that we're now not just qualifying for the group stages, but all three of us have looked at this and gone, I'll be disappointed if we don't get out of this group. You know, that'll be a, that'll be a letdown for us if we don't progress even further. Um, and, and I sort of referenced it earlier, the, the benefit that that brings in terms of Europe being back on the continental stage, getting, you know, the real the spotlight shone on them again. Results like last night are impressive. And as you say, I live in London. Um, I work for an English company and, and folk down here are very disrespectful of Scottish football. 
but you come in on a morning like today and you have people contacting you going Christ that's a good result that's a, you know and, and and because people know Galatasaray people know those players and they, they see Radamel Falcao they see Sofia Infaguli um, they see the manager Fatih Terim and they go that is a hell of a result that would have been a good result for a Man United or an Arsenal or a Spurs so for us to do that it you know it builds the prestige, it rebuilds the reputation from the damage we've suffered in the last decade. So yes, I think that buys him time. I don't know how long that credit will last. And if there are still no trophies at the end of this season, as we've discussed on the board before, it'll be a very difficult decision for the board. But last night, Gerard has made that decision even harder. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, I, I think he deserves a lot of credit. And it's not just helped on the park, I think it's helped off the park as well. You know, It's helped the Cumbria recover from from where it was not so long ago and it's it's all good you know it's 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 good when I woke up this morning it was just like ping yes let's get up and, and face the world because you just felt so happy at that result last night you know what I mean uh, so yeah so guys I think I think we've, we've covered it all there and and, and we'll, we'll call time on this wee show today so guys that's everything from the this wee extra Jersey podcast show remember as, as you'll know, we're in the group stages with Benfica, Standard Liège eh, and Lesh Poznan. We will be there all the way through. We'll provide comment and all the rest of it. We've got, we've got the forums. We'll be giving you articles, social media. There's obviously the podcast. Remember, guys, there's a history archive eh, on the website as well. It's all original, independent and free content eh, made by fans for you. So get yourself on to Jersey eh, at any time. There will be a show on Sunday night. I believe Ross is hosting on Sunday night. Uh, we'll obviously cover the Ross County game and there'll be a wee bit more chat, I'm sure, on last night's brilliant victory in the group stages. This was just a sort of reactionary show after the, the draw was made. So in the meantime, get yourself onto the website, as I said, and join Ross on Sunday and bye for now. <laughs>